get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of the show. This is episode number 382, and it's our annual favorite games of the year 2022 edition. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. It's going to be a little different from other years that we've done this because, uh, 2022 was an interesting year in games. We were coming out of a global pandemic, still kind of doing that, and it kind of messed with the video game release cycle. Made us kind of dig back in our, uh, you know, records and uh, backlogs of games to see what we're going to play, but uh, I think it's going to be a good mix. Maybe a little bit more new than old, but you never know what might come up. But before we get into that, I'm going to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good yourself. I'm excellent. Joelle, hi. Bonjour. Bonjour. Oh, look at Comment you. Ça <laughs> look at you. I always you. want to say it with an accent. <laughs> Simon, what's up, hi. bud? Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, happy to be here. Excited Yay. for this podcast. Yeah, this is going to be fun. All right, mm. let's get through the housekeeping so we can get into the crew check-in and then into all the fun talk about our favorite games of the year. And as always, I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. If you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. Or if you'd like to maybe leave us a voice memo, you can do that inside the iHeartRadio app. Go to the Girls on Games podcast page, hit that little microphone, record a 30-minute little blurb for us, and you never know. You might a be heard in the minute. show. 30 minute, 30 That's second, 30 minute. Blurb. Yeah, it would cut you <laughs> off way closer. <laughs> Give us the diatribe uh, <laughs> montage of your life in 30 just, minutes. And just you might be read us show. a short story or something. <laughs> just read us the di- the dictionary or the phone book. Wait, phone book's not really a thing anymore, right? They, no, it's not, not really. No. no. You just dated yourself. Yeah, I was Oh my god, oh, I no, saw a Leah, thing. you're over 30. <laughs> oh no, I saw a thing today on Twitter. Someone had posted saying, like, if you remember this, you're old. It was the back seat of a car, and the car was fabric covered. Mm-hmm. And then there was the little middle plate that you pull out that you can ash in. That's oh, old. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I remember, I remember. that though. Ashtrays in cars. We are ashtray in cars old. Oh my god! Those memes, though. How yeah. dare they? How dare they shame how, me? How dare they? We're working on stuff at, at at the office too, and going back and looking at realizing that 2003 is 20 years ago, and looking oh at the music that came out. Shut, and I'm like, your, mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! I can't. My mouth is banned from talking about being old. All right, let's get into the crew check in. I fucking lost right. it today, boss. I'm gone. This is what I get for going in and doing a full work day instead of being at home. I actually went into the office today Physically, because we had a bunch yeah. of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just loopy. 
That's what happens. It's okay. Nothing wrong with being loopy. <laughs> Catherine, what have you been at this week, girl? Well, uh, speaking of getting old, uh, Saturday was my birthday. <laughs> Yay! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you. Um, shout out to the Wordle that on January 7th, the day of my beautiful birth. The fucking odds. The, the Wordle was lemon. They knew. They knew. They must have known. It's Cat's birthday. We got to do it. I know. It's the, the pull. It's the pull gotta Kat happen. Has. The pull. It's the, it's the opposite of that meme. How will they know? It's like, oh, they knew. They knew, they knew and they, they did right. <laughs> if you're new to this podcast, I do have a slight obsession with lemons. I have a lot of like when it was like super hip and hype to have like lemon prints in fashion. I bought a bunch of clothes. I have a lemon tattoo. Uh, for my for my birthday, my sister in law baked a lemon cake. It was <gasps> an actual lemon sponge so cake, so nice uh, with lemon curd yum. and a lemon butter frosting. It yes. was. Sounds so good. When did this um? branding begin for you oh my god uh, it kind of soft started like, like i think 10 years ago yeah like I lemon things you- yeah lemon things i've already like it's always been my favorite flavor of candy mm-hmm. or drink mm. or stuff like that you know like when when you transition out like into adulthood like often you transition out of like stuff like the super sweet stuff like chocolate and whatnot mm-hmm. um but as a kid, I always liked, like, one of my favorite dessert was lemon meringue pie. Mm. So, I don't know, growing up and, like, yellow is one of my favorite colors. Yellows and greens are my favorite colors. Um, so, I, I just went with it. However, I will never say no to a good strawberry-flavored something either. Kat, <laughs> mm. because I remember you, be- you were always, like, yellow was your color. But I don't think it ever went to like a lemon aesthetic. The moment that I remember the lemon aesthetic becoming a thing was those shorts you ended up wearing at Allie's wedding. Yes, because like oh. it started, it was like super in fashion to have like yeah. that, that kind of like lemon botanical print got really in fashion. And I just went for it because I know shit cycles out and I just mm-hmm. bought a bunch of lemon shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knowing that I keep my clothes for like 10 years. Yeah. yeah so um and now that stuff is slowly going out of fashion so i'm seeing it in it's Bristol gonna come back everything comes back i mean i'm just i just find that shit cheaper now because it's on sale mm-hmm. um true there you go but yeah no it is uh it is a thing i am known as the girl who wears bright colors at work um i don't care what the color of is in fashion right now like for a while it was that mustard yellow mm-hmm. um so i have a bunch of like of clothes of i have like a, a i think a knit shirt that is that yellow that i remember buying at simon's with you leah and i think your sister elise was in town as well mm. and i remember buying it and asking you guys like like this is a good choice for like some job interviews because I was interviewing for job, but like I've been at my current job for almost six years now. So, so it's, it's been, been a while. fucking <laughs> while. So, you know, if you Who's see me say? wearing lemon stuff and you're like, that's been out of fashion for four years. I'm like, yeah, I bought it four years ago. <laughs> still. It's like, who cares? I like lemons. <laughs> I still, I still wear it. Um, yeah. The only, the problem though, is those shorts are too small and I am in the Nile is a, river in egypt <laughs> <laughs> we it just is? gotta find you another pair of shorts with 
lemons on them. Or so I shorts got- are so nice. No, you can't. You can't trim down. You, you keep keep the swole that you got. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not trimming down. No, I am not going back to how like fucking thin and you were and so skinny. <laughs> that was when I bought them. But like, they're still kind of good around the thighs. I'm just gonna look into something like if you, I can just kind of like undo the seam on the side and maybe mm. put some elastics, and or get another color of yellow and put like. A yellow bit on the side or something yeah to extend I'll, I'll, it i'll look at, into that like maybe i could get a tailor to like mm-hmm. extend it mm-hmm. that way because they are like a brand name they're mm-hmm. like um annie 50 which is a local um fashion designer so it's like it's good stuff like the fabric is really good and it's really well made and because it's like one of those fashion brown brands there's actual like you know no raw edges, actual mm. seam allowance. Mm-hmm. So I think I could bring it somewhere and they could mm-hmm. just add a few inches or an elastic on the waistband. Look at the fashion cast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm so just missing cat. like a, a, an inch or two. Like I'm not missing much. Mm. Story of my life. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> what did you end up doing on your birthday? <clears throat> um, we, uh, we went to see my mom. <laughs> Uh, with my brother because uh, January 3rd <laughs> is my nephew's birthday so we kind of like did a, a dinner for everybody they spent the day skiing because my mom is up north in the Laurentides so there's like a bunch of mountains mm-hmm. well mountains by Canadian standards if you're like in Europe by the Alps shut up um, <laughs> you know skiable hills uh, yeah. there's a lot of them like in her like she's in <laughs> Within driving range of like uh, Saint Sauveur, Saint Gabriel, uh, Olympia, uh, Morin Heights. So I forget to which one they went, but uh, my mom was, Pascal was like, well, we don't ski, so maybe we could go to the spa. And near there, there's Polar Bear's Club. Yeah. Which is an outdoor nice. spa. Classic. I thought you were going to say there's like polar bears out there. And I was like, wow, that's. <laughs> That's no, Canada's cold as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> the polar bears are much more up north. We just have the regular brown bears. I was like, I didn't know that. Don't mess with the bears. No, but the place, yeah, the place is called the Polar Bears Club uh, because it is outdoors. So that means no matter like if it's summer and it's thirty six degrees out, or if it's winter and it's minus thirty six degrees out, um, you're out there in your little bathrobes and flip-flops going from <laughs> pool to pool. Uh, the nice thing about that place is that for the cold bath, there's the option of just dunking to yourself in the river. Mm. Oh. oh, we didn't do that. Mm. Boskin actually dunked himself in the cold water. I tried it once. It was so cold that it hurt. It was painful. <laughs> so all I did is like when I got too hot, I just kind of like sat outside. That's fine. So yeah, I just we- kind of like, Got out of the hot tub That's and enough. went to the railing and looked at the river because it was minus five outside. Cat, <laughs> so, did you wear your smartwatch? No, I did not. Okay, so I wore my smartwatch when I went and did uh, Strom Spa with Elise for her bachelorette. Yeah. And the hot cold shocks your system enough that you get a workout and it counts as exercise. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So, like, yeah. I noticed because we got home. All we did that day is lounge around. Like we drove there, like we drove to my mom's. Uh, Pascal and I helped, like with a bit of the snow shoveling. Then I borrowed my mom's car, and we spent like 
two hours and a half in those baths. Yeah. And we got home, we had dinner, and then we drove home, and I was barely on my feet all day. And when we got home, I was like, boy, am I, why am I so fucking tired? Mm -hmm. And I slept so good that night. Mm -hmm. That's what it does. Yeah, the only thing. Yeah, the only thing is we went on a Saturday afternoon, so it was expensive and it was busy. Busy, yeah, yeah. for sure. But it's like, you know, we're carpooling. Like, you know, my brother is giving us a ride there. We don't have a car, so. Yeah, we went as, like, as soon as we got there, you know, we we managed to get, like, out before it was, it got really, really busy. Like, around 2.30, it started to get busy, and I told Pascal, like, we need to be out by 3 Mm-hmm. because i promised like i told my mom yeah we'll be out like we'll be there home before four and she had given me like a, a list of errands to get on the way home for dinner um so i was like you know this is like we're not in montreal like we're in the middle of fucking nowhere like things it's might be close a, at- a bit more complex <laughs> <laughs> things might close at five exactly and you might show up at three and things are sold out uh-huh and there's <laughs> if mm-hmm. the one if the one bakery is out of bread, we're getting yeah, grocery fucked. store bread. <laughs> no bread for you. Yeah, we're not getting fresh, nice, uh, beautiful bread. Uh, we anyway. There were still uh, when we went. There were still uh, bread available. We didn't have to do the gross grocery store stuff. Um, but yeah, that was basically my um, birthday weekend. The only thing that sounds is amazing. We, mm-hmm. The only thing is we tried to get a nice restaurant reservation, but uh, Pascal was too late to do it um so we're going we couldn't go last weekend we're not we can't go this weekend because he's going to a chalet so next week we're going he's taking me out for super fancy sushi nice super fancy wow that's better you Uh, get like a you get like an apology and it's like it's it's, it's like better because he missed it so then he has to make up for it well i mean to be to be fair he managed he would have gotten a res there was reservations opening on saturday no problem but because Mm. my brother was like yo saturday let's go to my mom's we couldn't move it to friday so Mm -hmm. and Um, uh, so pascal is not the most romantic person i've ever known so he might have forgot her or something Yes. Wow. I love him oh, Simon, Simon, are you not best friends with Pascal? Do you have I, a favor? I'm not his best friend, out. though, which is the funny thing. So yeah. I can shit on him because I know that nowhere. that's what it is. So nothing, nothing between you two, but. Nope. 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 Nothing. Ooh, Catherine, I'm glad you had a lovely birthday and that the festivities are extended. Um, you're back at work now? I am, and it was a shit show. So let's move on. I mean, <laughs> I mentioned last week that I was probably going to be busy because of, like I said, like the holiday and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, peace. A, a shit ton of stuff was waiting for, waiting for me today. I got it done. but Good for like, you. I'm a bit mad about it. I'm going to be mad about it because it was like, everybody was like, oh yeah, you know, first day you check your email, you get back to it. It's slow. I was just like, I just showed up and they were like, all right. This was done. Now you have to do like these five things. I was like, okay. I knew it was going to be like that, to be honest. Like, I, oh, I, wow. I, I have, well, can you, do? you were yeah. prepared. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is, but next week will actually be quieter. There so you go. I'm like, you know, a little last push. And then I'm going to have a weekend alone in this house because Pascal's not going to be there. And then mm. the following week's going to be a bit quieter. And then I'll have that 
post-holiday work week is going to happen in a week for me. What can I say? Okay. <laughs> Joelle, how was your week? It was good. I went rock climbing over the weekend. <gasps> so your back is good enough? You were able to go? I was. I, Yay! I did I give it a, a little try and... I was able to go and kind of did our normal normal climbing session and so I felt I felt extremely satisfied and then I was sore as fuck on Sunday. So I like <laughs> could barely could barely carry grocery bags on Sunday, but uh, <laughs> so that did make me feel happy though. I was like, okay, at least I can like get out and start doing stuff and it still it still hurts, but like it's way way better than it was before. So that Good. I feel very very did- pleased. So. Did you find that it helped? Like after the soreness was away, did you find that like your back was way, way better? Because like this is what I find weird about muscle injuries is like you have a balance of have ne- eat it needed to rest, but also you need to work the muscle for it to yeah. heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the back thing, it's because it's like my because my hips are like tilted and then Don't lie. my uh, yeah, and then like my uh, the sacrum, like the bone in the middle of the pelvis is like twisted. Um, like it's, it, it, I need to make sure that I'm doing my exercises. And like, I have these, my chiropractor gave me these like triangular, like hard, they're kind of like, if you know what, like a yoga block, like those mm-hmm. yoga, they're, they're like hard. Uh, they're, they're uh, in the shape of a triangle and I lay on them and like place them in different places around my hips. So that it, like helps to push. Oh, my, my hips back into alignment. Like, so if I keep doing that, it, it's good. But a part of the problem is like I, I work out and then I don't like massage or stretch, stretch appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I don't, if I don't do the maintenance, uh, you know, to be able to work out, I have to stretch and I have to have like a mm-hmm. Theragun, like a little massage gun. I, I have to do these things in order to in order to, to keep working out. Otherwise, my muscles are too tight and they'll... Man. They, they, yeah, they, they pull everything out of whack. Mm-hmm. So it is good for me to, like, work work it. But I could tell, because on Sunday, my boyfriend was like, should we go skate skiing? Like, like Nordic, like, you know, cross-country, like, skate mm-hmm. skiing. And I was like, I just, I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea <laughs> because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to further, like, yeah. irritate, irritate it. So I'm, it's that delicate balance of, like, Making yeah. sure I do some things, but I can't, I can't like push it too far. But honestly, like I'm the same, like I can't do anything if I don't warm up properly. And if I yeah. don't do a whole like stretch and mobility routine after it's like, I see people that just walking on the, in the gym, put like two plates on a bar, put it on their back and start squatting. I'm like, sir. <laughs> wow. Or people that just show up to the rock climbing gym, my friend. Yeah, walking up to some person, and she's like, "Sir, this, you need to stretch appropriately. You're going to hurt yourself." Or my my friend was saying that like she see kids like just walk into like the rock climbing gyms and just kind of like jump on the wall and start climbing, and she's I like, "I need to like I need 15 minutes to get ready for this shit." I know. I'm like. I know, mm-hmm. and I, I know. I mean, I was, in, I was in dance for a long time. Like, did thirteen years of dance, and like, obviously, with that, like, you do your warm up and your stretches and all that stuff. And then when I went to college, I did, I was did triathlons, and then, um, you know, and in CrossFit, you do some warm ups. But this is definitely, I'm hitting the time of in my life where my body is like, no more, Mm-mm. like, no, no, you're gonna have to, 
You're gonna have to make sure that you take care of me if you. Welcome to the GOG old cast. Yes, which we've reiterated a few times today that we're getting old. But anyway, that made me feel really good, and then um, we made air fryer uh, chicken nuggies, and that nice that was really fun. So if you've uh, we uh, did that, and that was uh, really good. That was a nice nice, was a nice weekend. So excellent, Simon. Hi. Do anything fun? Uh, no, went back to work, uh, last week for two days, and then again, uh, today. It's not too bad, unlike Catherine, uh, I usually log in, sneak log in every once in a while during the holidays just to make sure that nothing's on fire, so, uh, so yeah, so that was, uh, that was pretty good, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing special, however, I'm going to New York next week, so, uh, nice. uh, I'll have more. Business or pleasure? Uh, pleasure, hundred uh, nice. percent. We we went uh, four years, five years ago, something like that, uh, and that's when my girlfriend uh, had her first and only uh, epilepsy attack, or whatever Aww. you call it. I don't know. I don't know what the word for it is. Oh, I remember is that. It an attack epileptic or is it a epileptic episode or yeah. whatever. Had a seizure. That's the word. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And. Um, yeah, so so we didn't really get to enjoy it as much as we, we would have wanted. So we're going back. Uh, this uh, we're going back for uh, for three days, just a quick in and out. We're getting on on uh, on Sunday and coming back on Tuesday. Uh, but we, you know, got a lot of things planned, so it should be fun. Should be a should be a really good time. So that's gonna. Are be you gonna good. go to the Nintendo store? Yes, definitely. Yes! We are um, take photos. Show us all the, the things on the yeah. Sunday. Definitely, because uh, we're going to Top of the Rock on Sunday. And it's huh. like literally at the bottom of Top of the Rock. It's 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 at Thirty Rockefeller. The well, it's, it's probably it's near the Rockefeller. It's right center, next to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really so close. We're, yeah, we're definitely going to stop by uh, whenever whenever we go there. So yeah, I'm excited to uh, head back there. Everything's planned. Everything's ready. Everything's reserved. So we're just gonna. Got to jump in. I made my little list of things and how we're going to get there. That's my anxiety. Um, that's how mm. I deal with it. I have a plan of how, all the links with the Google Maps mm-hmm. of how we're going to get there, what we need to do, Smart. how long it's going to take, when do we need to leave. You know, everything is set up so that way I can actually enjoy and not feel like we're just rushing from place to place and freaking out. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah it's going to be fun. And getting around there, like, while everything's really I've only been there once. But like when when getting around, it, it was it's just a lot to like try to navigate. So it's smart it's, to like plan yeah. ahead. But it's it's just not too bad because like it's always it's all squares anyway. So eventually, you know, you'll get to where you need to be. And Google Maps on the phone. I'll have my phone. I have a plan that works in the U.S. So like I'll be able to use data on my phone, no problem. So if any if you know worst comes to worst, we can always figure ourselves out or get a Uber or whatever the heck you know <laughs> we need to make it happen there. So. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so far, uh, pr- cross your fingers that it's going to be nice out on Monday. Monday's the big day that we're going to be always almost outside. But so far, it's going to be like, I think, seven, seven Celsius. So seven beaver units. How, how much is that in, in Fahrenheit? Uh, seven C to oh, F is nice. 45. Yeah, it's going to be nice. So it should be nice. And then no rain, nothing. Big sunshine. So hopefully it should be pretty cool to uh, oh, to walk around New York City. Good. So cross your fingers for us. Yeah, Isn't excited. it nice to plan trips again? <laughs> it's very cool. I'm going two weeks to Florida, so in February, nice. so that's going to be nice as well. <laughs> uh, I, might, nice. I might pass you and wave to you from a boat because Mike and I are looking at cruises in February. So Ooh. there yeah. you go. I'll fly over you guys. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't do anything too crazy. It was really relaxing weekend in my end week, uh, but I did play a lot of games. So I'm curious to see how you folks are going. Kat, yeah. I'm like knees deep in Persona 5 Royal. How same, are you doing? I know you you got same. past you got past the third uh, palace the last time we chat. Now you're past the fourth. Yeah, yeah. I just got a futaba on my team. Perfect. And uh, we went to the beach. Nice. Let's get to the and beach. Now, beach. And now I'm working on the sixth palace, which is Mickey like I Josh. think is the one I stopped at. About I stopped at through. the beach. I stopped at not long after the beach. Um. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, oh, I'm I'm getting near like stuff I don't know or I don't remember. Uh. But yeah, grinding relationships, grinding personas, just making through. I think I'm. <laughs> 60 hours in? Man. 60? Yeah, because I'm at like 30. I'm at like high 30s right now, and I'm just past the third, so I can understand you being 60 hours in. Uh, Yeah, I I think like I'm between 50 and and 60. I am flying through this thing. Um, Yeah, there's like a, a... I think it takes a minimum of 80 hours to complete the game if you're like really efficient. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I was really efficient for the first part because I was just like going through it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm not like, um, I think it's because I'm not second guessing a lot of what I'm doing. Mm. And I'm also like getting like, when I get annoyed, I'm just like Googling. I'm Googling answers. Mm. I'm Googling. Mm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> There's no way to know the stuff in the classroom. Like there's like some of them I get like I try and guess them mm-hmm. if I know them, I'll put it in. But like a lot of the stuff and the questions in the classroom, I was like, I don't know that it's like stuff you they're, learn in like Japanese n- history class. I, I don't know. <laughs> they're not like general knowledge for like no. us Westerners, I think. Um, also, like as somebody who graduated. Fuck, uh, like 15 ish years ago. Are you talking um, university or high school now? University. <laughs> University, so to yeah, okay. I went, yeah. like I went to my twenty yeah, years high right. school reunion this year. Like it's done. Welcome to the old cast. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the old cast. cast. <laughs> yes. So no, I no. Although the the uh, stuff rough. in the classroom, sometimes I do know like some of the art stuff. Yeah, that's I, the only I, thing I know. <laughs> I kind of knew, but uh, uh, at one point they were talking about like I think. Uh, well, because, you know, like Leblanc, Arsène, all that is like Arsène Lupin written, the author's Leblanc. And I think at mm-hmm. one point they had a thing, a question about him. And I was like, yeah, I know this. And I know about Hercule Poirot and I know about Sherlock Holmes and mm-hmm. things like that. But um, French as fuck. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I was like, represent mm. the, the other stuff. I don't know. Like they're like. They're like, here's a diagram with math and figure out this angle. I'm like, oh, I am Googling this. An-. Like I have, I forget which wiki I have open for those answers. If it's like IGN or Polygon or Polygon is what I've had. So you've Probably bookmarked. Polygon. Yeah. I don't know. It's like this tab is permanently open. And my thing, I also like at one point I had to catch up on some of the penal labor with like the two little girls, like being like, bring us this persona with this skill. I yeah. found a guide for that, and at one point, I just like <laughs> I just brought them like five personas, one set, one after the other, because I forgot to do this shit. I was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck!" 
Oh yeah, I've got to do that. I I but I couldn't remember like sometimes when you're playing it too because I like go through the text because I've seen it so far so already so I know what's happening. But then mm. sometimes things catch me off guard. I'm like I don't remember this, but I like zapped past that part too fast. I was like crap. I know I need to bring Jack Frost with one of the moves, but where do I bring him and who do I talk to? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it's just and now they added new personas and like new stuff yeah. to to like the 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 counselor and now there's a politician out there that can help you the with politician Steve. was in it before the counselor was before? not the red-headed the girl wasn't with the okay, ponytail the gymnast i think I but the counselor s- was there but he was really I, easy to miss the the politician you mean yeah. wasn't the, okay the politician Very was easy to miss i know there's also like the i didn't I don't remember talking to her and I've been ignoring that just because I'm like, how do you max out all these relationships knowing you have a a set number of days? I'm like, because they're like, oh, the fortune teller and the shoji player and this and that. And I'm just like, F-. like, I've, I've, I haven't maxed out on and Ryuji yet. And they've been there since the start of the fucking game. Like uh, you should be. So there's I think that's one of the things they balanced out. One, they added in another semester. So there's more time. Okay. Um, and then also too, they fix that. Like, have you noticed one of the things that caught me off guard the first time? I was like, "What? I don't remember this." After you go hang out with someone, and then you go back to your place before it starts into like the new session time of day, whatever time. They slot, call you on the phone. They call you on the phone. So that's another opportunity to get points. And then also something that I always forget to do is have a uh, have a persona on you that's the same type as the yeah. confidant, and you get extra points. But I always forget to do that. Same, and I also forget like I don't know which persona persona is which with yeah. confident, and it's like, and I was grinding. Uh, what's his name? Um, Mishima. Yeah, the guy that runs the fan site. Yeah, and somewhere yeah. like uh, you know, when you do. Uh, the third, the fourth palace is over summer break. Mm-hmm. I lost track of him and where he where he is. He only texts me like requests for mementos, but he doesn't request to hang out. So like that relationship's been stuck at rank four or five for like the past like month, in game month, uh, which mm. is like four or five hours of game time. And I'm like, where you where is? Where where is Mishima? Like where I think he's on I think he's actually at the the times that I see him like standing there with the little like thing above his head. Do you know the the market area where the, the Central the Street, yeah. Central Street? He's there. But I haven't seen him in days because I often really? go to Central Street to like drop off DVDs and get new DVDs. Yeah, get books and, and things. Yeah. No, he's been there for me, but maybe stuff. that's the time zone that I'm in that that's where he's I, I I don't know where he is. So I don't know if I have to wait for after the school trip for him to be available again. Maybe some people are unavailable. Like I saw that about the teacher. She's unavailable until after the school trip. So they're like, power through as much as you can of this. Because, I'm, of course, I'm watching YouTube videos yeah, on all I, this now. Because, yeah, I got a text from the Shoji player because she goes to the same school as Yusuke. Mm-hmm. And they're going to L.A. while we're going to Hawaii. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I think, like, during the school trip, you can't grind relationships. But I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to not worry about it. Because, like, that anxiety is what stopped me from playing because I got overwhelmed and mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. And, like, you start a new palace and then they're like hinting that there's going to be a new member of your team so another relationship to grind and i'm just like and i think that's why i stopped so now i'm just going to be like you know what i'm just going to get to the end of the story just play the game 
Yeah. Just play the game the best you can. Yeah. The min-maxing can cripple me mentally, too. In same, a lot of these same. Games. And, yeah, same. And I'm just like, I think, like, I just want to see the end of Mementos mm-hmm. and see the end of the game. After that, if I didn't max all the relationships because of whatever, um, or planning, or just, like, fucking... Like that's not good. I th- at that point I'm going to be that's on the game. Yeah. Like if if I need to have an Excel spreadsheet to finish this game, I mean that's my kind of game. But to a certain extent, ain't nothing wrong with some Excel and some. Mm-hmm. some I know, but for a JRPG, <laughs> I guess like I'm not. I don't play enough JRPGs, but it's like it was the same like with the the Yakuza series. I got overwhelmed when they were like, okay, you have two characters. Each character has a set of four fighting style. You got to learn which fighting style is best for what. And they're like, so you're learning eight fighting styles. And then on the side, they're like, remember, you're in the mob. We want you to run a real estate company for money laundering, a brothel, and this. And don't forget to finish all the mini games. And I was like, cool. I turned off the game and never turned it on. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the reasons why I stopped playing Yakuza. Also, the story was just kind of boring to me. But I get that. Joelle, I see here in this document that you've decided to pick up what a lot of people online have named crack. Marvel Snap. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, crack man. cocaine. Oh, my God. People are obsessed with that game oh, online. It's amazing. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people say that they love it it's for a so mobile fun. game. It's so fun. Yeah, and I didn't, I was like, ooh, are they going to, am I going to get picked on for picking a, a mobile game and sharing it? No. And then I was Why? like, I, well, I don't, I mean... I mean, not that you would, but I was just, I had a weird fear. But, that, you know. but I'm like, no, but I'm going to say it because it's so fucking fun. And like, I uh, really like the legendary games. Um, those are uh, kind of Marvel inspired uh, deck deck based uh, card building uh, games where you uh, fight bosses on teams. Like everyone kind of plays together to defeat the, the boss. But then this game, it seems so similar. So I knew I could pick it up and I probably would, would do really well. I have lost one match so far. And I, I feel pretty dominant. I've played, yeah, I am I'm bragging. I have played probably so far like 50 matches. Yeah, and I've lost one. So I feel all all these all these children Shit. that I'm playing, I'm dominating. Yes. So I feel really good about myself. <laughs> Fuck Sorry, kids. children. You're getting pwned by Joel yeah. over here. Yeah. So it, it is it's really fun. It it's easy to play. The rounds go fast. The animation is so cool and the way that the cards are are dealt, uh the way that they look, um it, it is easy to get obsessed over because you have daily missions that they of want course. you to fulfill and you they can get you with the FOMO. It's true. And then they give away a lot of like free stuff so you do feel like you can like I can excel in the game if I don't want to buy anything, and of course if I do, like that will, you know, h- help me out in the game. But it it is it's super fun and it's very satisfying to strategize and and their quick rounds. But yeah, I I've I've drank the Kool Aid. I'm doing it. <laughs> a lot of people have drank That's that cool. Kool Aid, yeah. and yeah. it's been getting lots of accolades. Like it's, lots yeah. of people yeah. are talking about it, it as a pretty solid mobile game. I've and I've been playing so for about a, a week now, I'll say, and like I will confess, 
I will lay down in bed and I will play and it'll be like 30, 45 minutes later. And I'm like, I have to go to bed and like, I'll just, <laughs> just like one more round, like one more thing. Mm-hmm. And I have had no problems. Like there's been no crashes. Everything has worked seamlessly. Um, the deck building options are so fun because you get so many cards, like you get so many different mm-hmm. cards and it, you have the option to build like, I think like 10 different decks right now. So it's so easy to build decks how you know you want to play certain rounds if you uh you know want to go for 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 heavy hitters um or if you want to do uh you know if you want to do like all themed decks you can do that too um it's 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 really good so i i encourage everyone to to get on the marvel crack snap train and uh, you can (laughs) waste hours of your life and not go to bed on time with me too so honestly like i've 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 read like you people saying that it's really fun and that it actually could be well that they hope that that's the future of mobile gaming because it's actually very good and fun and yes you know there's some there's some paying mechanics which is totally fine in a free-to-play game um but it's really well implemented and it's Mm -hmm. fun and it's interesting so i'm like okay it doesn't I mean, feel like not? it doesn't feel like I have to pay. To yeah, it doesn't feel predatory game. to a no. sense where you're like you got to pay mm. the money or else right. uh, look at the beautiful skin you're missing out. Mm. Yeah, no, and and part of it too is like at the end of the round or at the end of like I have to get I have to level up so many times before like I complete a phase, and at the end I get a prize for completing the phase. Well, if I want to pay like ten dollars, I can get the prize and play with the prize throughout the phase. So, like, I still get the goods, but if I want to get it early, like, mm. then I have to pay. And I thought 10 was a little steep, so I was like, nah, but... Mm. Um, but anyway, so, I, I don't know, like, it was... Yeah, it's, it's really fun. So... Nice. Um, download it and waste your life to it, if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and how goes Mass Effect 3 and Witcher 3? It, uh, Witcher 3 is going really, really well. I'm having some pc uh issues at the moment so when i moved i didn't realize that these little little hex screws that were in uh that that were connecting my dvi port um uh, sorry my dvi connector to my graphics card i lost them so now like my my connector like doesn't stay just get another dvi cable they're like ten dollars well it's already all cable managed so i was trying to find the hex screws and and i so like my my i have three monitors and so my middle monitor is my my nice gaming monitor (laughs) and it doesn't it doesn't turn on right now so i can't really i'm too i'm too snotty to like not game on it can can you buy the cable and to take the hex screws out because i know you the problem was is you're trying to find just two, not just probably can. Yeah, Amazon had a hundred hex screws. Like you bought. Wait, what are you gonna do with a hundred? I know. I was like, <sighs> so I actually was able to. Uh, this website called Digitech. Uh, okay. I was able to. Just like you at any hardware store, you can go through like the buckets and just pick one or two screws. I was able to buy just a few, so I was able to buy like four. I bought four of them just in case. Um, cool. So they're coming. Nice. Doesn't your graphics card have like DisplayPort? They yeah, that's it has one DV it has one DVI and that's what the one. 
But yeah, the, I the think little, mine has hex screws in it too. The little pins aren't long enough though to. Mm. That's why I need No, no, they, they do. I'm just surprised that. Oh, because you have three monitors. Okay, shut up, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You yeah. got it. Anyway, it's a okay. stupid So soon problem. enough. Yes. As soon as yeah. Amazon delivers your package, you can go back to Geralt and other kitschy. What is it? Ki- ki- shooty. Rudy, pew, pew. Shooty. There you go. Yeah. Kissy alien butt. <laughs> yeah. Butt. Kissy Close alien enough. butt. Close enough. <laughs> Simon. Hey. I hear you've joined the uh, the cult. The uh, the the of you're making <laughs> you're you're making you're making potions yeah. and uh, becoming an alchemist. And, yeah, uh, it's really it fun. It's really fun. I was watching because uh, it came on sale um, during the Steam Winter, or whatever they're what, what, what you yep. call it, and um, it was like fourteen dollars, like. 14 bucks man I, I'll, I'll get it. i've heard so many people talk about it, say it's good and i had looked at it and it seemed real interesting so i bought it for me and i bought it for my girlfriend um and we're both playing it and we're both really enjoying it it's um it's really fun it's it's cute but it's a little challenging at the same time you know there are some really difficult um it's almost puzzles in a sense you know trying to get to the proper location on your alchemy map while using the regions that you have and 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 trying to make the strongest potion as possible you got to be pretty precise to make a level three potion uh i, I haven't i'm not super far in i think i'm at level f- five something like that out of i think probably ten, 10 or something yeah mm-hmm. um so i just made my first uh i'll uh, i'll not albedo the first rock that you create nagir nagir some of the black nagaro or something yeah yeah some of that yeah um and uh yeah it's really fun it's really really cool uh the music gets a little bit uh repetitive at one Monotonous, point yeah. Yeah, yeah so i i try to turn the music off and listen to something else um but it's really it's it's funny too uh there's some cute moments uh you know people always saying uh alchemist i have the runs am i gonna die like no you just have the poop it's just here's a healing potion goodbye <laughs> get some rest and get, get some heals and uh i haven't tried I don't know if there's an, an evil route, quote unquote, because I know that you can be like you, you can have a low a low morale. Yeah, it depends on the type of people that come to your store. Yeah, well, uh, and, I really yeah. went to the 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 the, the, the okay people. So I, I don't know if 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 you decide to only serve bad people, then you're gonna get only bad people. Yeah, come and then to your you store. only get bad people. Yeah, and they all ask you for like killing potions and things like that. There's no real like bad bad it's just the type of people that you end up helping yeah i don't know if there's any like achievements or anything getting like One a or good the other. or a uh, pure yeah, evil because i think i'm at 100 purity and i think i got an achievement for it oh nice which okay. i think is the max yeah it's 100 either direction uh yeah good natured reach maximum reputation level 9.5 percent of people have achieved this so nice really fun. really fun it's it's very relaxing but challenging at the same time um so if you're looking for uh kind of a good game to play with one hand and pet a kitty with the other hand or <laughs> however you want to do it it's uh it's 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 really good for that and it's i don't know how much it is right now but it usually it went on sale really cheap so usually it's probably going to go on sale really cheap again so um it's on game pass what platform oh is, is it, it there you go on game pass on really cute pc xbox it's on game pass okay yeah, because yeah, I can see how it can be easy to play with a controller, so definitely. Yeah, the it's... only thing is just like going through it when you're when you're uh, 
uh, alchemy book of all your recipes, yeah. get like super involved it's a pain in the butt to scroll through that with it's true yeah, i can just click on exactly the regions i want then i can sort them click of a mouse so it's probably easier that way to yeah. just kind of know where i'm going so yeah, totally really fun and still while still playing dragonflight uh i unlocked dragon riding which is the most fun thing they've done since sliced bread uh <laughs> it's so it's so much fun it's stupid fun. You get races and you're on your dragon and you Ooh. go super fast. It's really cool. It's uh, it's extremely fantasy, which is something that I think was sorely missing in WoW. Uh, it was way too deep and way too complex of, of story and plots. Now it's just, there's dragons. There's a bad dragon that wants to kill all the dragons. Go kill the bad dragon. <laughs> and that's it, you know, so which I think is, is was sorely needed in, in the WoW universe. But yeah, I'm having mm-hmm. a lot of fun so far. Nice. And Pokemon I mean, still... Still Pokemon. shiny hunting. Nothing actually, wrong with that. it's it's funny because I actually uh, started playing Arceus again because mm-hmm. I want to finish. The, I never finished the Pokedex on it, so I want to finish the Pokedex on it because it's real easy to farm for shinies in Arceus compared to um, uh, Scarlet Violet. It's not super hard, but I really hate that there's no sound or visual cue yeah for shinies. it's tough it's, it's tough, really yeah. t- like some shinies are impossible to know the yeah. difference like they're so similar that if there's no like little flashy sound or something like it's impossible to know mm. uh, so that's pretty rough so i might try to uh to eventually they'll open the pokebank or pokemon home yeah so we'll be able to transfer pokemon from one place to another uh so i decided i'll go back to rcs got a couple of pokemons i like in shiny form and then uh yeah, do some raids. Got my Cinderace. And, uh, Excellent. Look, looking forward to the next raid. Fun. Excellent. All right. I'm really excited to talk through what our favorite games of the year of 2022 yes. were. Are you folks ready to do that? Yes. Let's take a little break and do that. And we're back ready to talk through our favorite games of 2022. And uh, yeah, like I mentioned at the top of the show, um, usually when we do these things, we kind of just talk about the games that came out that year. But uh, 2022 was an interesting year, considering we were coming out of, pan- out of the pandemic. A lot of games got delayed. Um, we decided to dive into our back catalog. I mean, when you've got things like Game Pass and the new PlayStation <laughs> Plus version and all this kind of stuff, you just like, why, why not? Cost me. I'm already spending the money, so it's not like it cost me nothing, but I'm pretty much already spending the money. So, like, why don't I? Right? So, yeah, diving into some older games, and, you know, they might have really piqued your interest in 2022. So, I'm curious to talk all that through with the crew. So, we're going to jump into it. We're going to do, we've got three games each. Uh, we'll do some rounds, and then maybe some uh, special mentions, or honorable mentions, as you want to call it. So, yeah, Catherine, let's start with you, since I always kind of pick on you first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, in the year that was 2022, what did you enjoy playing? Uh, I'm going to give that spot to It Takes Two. Um, because it's something that I played. I didn't finish it yet, but I played with my friend uh, because it is a couch co-op and we love a good couch co-op, she and I. And we have played through uh, Unravel and things like that. So um, It Takes Two is Unraveled, but with a better story and better characters. Um, lovely, lovely game. I forget if I got it through EA Play slash Game Pass or if I just straight up bought it. But it's not a very expensive game. It's not a very I don't long remember. Game, but it is a definitely a one of those 
good couch co-op games. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which seem to be harder and harder to find lately. Yeah. And, They're a novelty you know, now. Unless, yeah. pardon? They're a novelty now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Compared to, well, now that we got and, the interwebs. And it's really one where you have to, like, collaborate right because the story is like two parents just not doing your own thing separately but in the same universe you have to work together because the story is parents going through a divorce that because of the magic and the wishing of their child they are they're turned into small toys and then to make their way back to their child in the real world they have to overcome obstacles so you have to work together you know it's it's a prison break type of situation situation or like unravel so if you're not working together and you're not like communicating Mm -hmm. you're not going to get through it Mm -hmm. considering the last game they made was an actual prison break it's pretty oh yeah they're the ones that made that um what's it called (laughs) way out joseph ferris is that yeah joseph ferris yeah did i ever mention what joseph ferris's brother's name is no what is it ferris ferris no way no yeah Lies. the the, the actor who plays um who's in the way out his name is ferris ferris Wow. Damn. I'm not joking. <laughs> That's his actual That's name. That's hardcore. <laughs> I just like him because of how he feels about NFTs. He hates them. <laughs> Good. Good man. <laughs> cool cat. That is a fantastic game. And considering finally you could get together again with Uva and play. <laughs> Sitting on the couch. We yeah. On the do. couch. Ah, <laughs> uh, the novelty that we miss so much. Also, fun fact, Ferris Ferris plays bass on the metal in a, in a metal band. No, <laughs> oh, the more you know. Welcome to the Ferris Ferris podcast. I know, yes. I love them. Fascinating facts about Ferris Ferris. Ferris Ferris. <laughs> Joelle, how about you? What was one of your favorite games of 2022? My uh, third place uh, was Cult of the Lamb. The uh, fun, adorable, uh, indie darling uh, where you're able to uh, sim plus dungeon crawler, uh, and for me, uh, plus uh, religious manipulation, uh, was super fun. So I uh, had a good time. I highly recommend it. I I find that I'm not a big like uh, pure sim player. Uh, t- to me, that that game loop isn't quite as uh, catchy. But mm. uh, combined with a, a combat combat and like goals to uh, defeat certain bosses, and then and then you go back and you have to manage all your peoples uh and just really creative and 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 fun um uh game loops you know if you're and you could kind of choose what kind of cult leader you wanted to be if you wanted to be a nice cult leader uh and try to get everyone to old age uh you know and compost their bodies like you could do that if you wanted to be a, a bad cult leader you could uh sacrifice people and uh marry all of your all of your cult followers so you know however you wanted to do it but it was it was super fun um, you know, two two different endings. Uh, so it, a lot of gameplay um, replay. So I uh, chose that. It was really fun. Yeah, for nice. a moment there, that was all the internet could talk about, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't get as many wins in game of the years and stuff. That because mm-hmm. considering how much of a of a scuttlebutt it stirred up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bought it, and then to play when i went home for my sister's wedding but then didn't end up playing it and i still haven't touched it i have to play that game it is on my switch ready to go so it, the time is soon yeah cool. I, I hope that they do a a proper dlc they did one dlc but it was just like outfits and it wasn't any new like gameplay 
mm-hmm. uh, okay. content. So there was a DLC that was released, but I hope they do like an expansion or something that that would be really fun. I, I would enjoy that, but I also could see them just leaving it be as the mm. uh, it, it is. It is pretty full circle um, how it is. So, but yeah, nice. Simon, how about you? Uh, to me, maybe a controversial take, but uh, Pokemon. Simply Which one? Or both? both. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are in the same boat here, aren't we? Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, look at that. Um, I mean, just in terms of hours played, I, I checked and I think I'm at like 170 on on, on, uh, on Scarlet and like I think I have 70 on, on, on Arceus. Um, so despite everything that's wrong with it uh i think that it still scratches that very intense itch of fighting collecting evolving monsters um shiny hunting is fun raids are fun um there's a lot of weird quality of life update on rcs that they didn't really port um like you can change your outfits for some reason uh like like why could, could can you not change your outfit i'm guessing they'll do dlc where you can do that um like some weird options missing like um for example uh in in all the other games you could um put combat speed to fast you can't do that for some reason in there in this one uh, there's a kind of a mixed bag of things but still with the amount of hours that i put in <laughs> it's definitely a top game that i'm gonna i'm gonna have to lean in the last year or so yeah I'm, uh, yeah that's my number i'll three. uh i'll lean in here too so we're not like doubling back um yeah i was in the same boat and when i wrote it down i was like does this count because i feel like it was like the year of pokemon but a certain type of pokemon um in how it opened and closed the year for me in yeah. in play mm-hmm, um true. yeah i was playing rcs in february of, yeah of, uh, of when it came year. out as soon as yeah. it came out i bought it as soon as i came it, took me, a while. it, came it took me a while actually i think you're the one who mm-hmm. kind of convinced me uh because of how it was different in terms of mechanics and and just the way that they were handling catching and filling your pokedex and i i was really interested so that you're kind of the person i think and another friend of mine who was really into it as well has really got me to buy it but i'm glad i did <laughs> so <thank> yeah <laughs> it's i feel like it's unfortunate that like the Pokemon Company and Nintendo are not exactly indie developers, but I f- it feels no. to me like they have something here. They have what we want in yeah. a Pokemon game. They just need to, you know, make some nice cuts on that diamond and get it all sparkly polish and perfect and polish it up. Well, yeah, because there's just they figured out how we want to play a Pokemon game. They just need to make it work properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, is this like a limitation? We've had this discussion many times, but is it a limitation to the Switch? Because there are games on the Switch that are open world that look good and run fairly well, you know? So is Don't it technical know. knowledge? Is it like mm. it's 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 hard to know. So and despite even like- despite everyone on the internet shitting on Pokemon, it is still one of the biggest I think it was the biggest uh, pre ordered game pokemon game ever so yeah it sold tons which i get it it's a fun game you know it's really fun but it's still really oh, d- immensely dis- disturbing in terms of graphics it, and quality yeah. it goes to show that if you have a good game mechanic that game is attractive to people yeah. we don't give a fuck what it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, and how yeah. it runs we just want something that runs good but like i said before if not, that thing yeah. was po- if that thing was polished, 
it would have won game of the year. Like, yeah, it would have been up there with all the other games. Yeah, because it's like so good. So good. Switch right. to when? Pardon? <laughs> Switch Pro Switch or to Switch to when? Yeah. Just take my Never, money, Nintendo. Probably. Just take it. Never. All right. Let's go to our second round. Catherine, what game did you pick for number two? Stray. Press B to meow. Kitty. Kitty. I mean, it is. <clears throat> it was so on point for like a cat, you know, like you get a little backpack to have uh-huh. your robot and then the cat just flops on the side and just like shuts down. <laughs> just like, <Yeah. laughs> um, you had to like step on a keyboard to make a computer work. Yeah. Uh, it, it was beautifully made. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think like it's, it's one of those like short but sweet games. Um, mm-hmm. It surprised me because there was like, uh, we talked about it, I think, last podcast or a podcast ago. At one point, you get into some body horror, and I was like, uh. Not expecting that. Yeah, was- <laughs> Not expecting to get shit to get really real. Um, and if there are people out there that are like, um, don't want to play because they're afraid the cat will die, the cat doesn't die. Mm-mm. The cat is fine throughout the play whole it. fucking game. Good. <laughs> Something about animals getting hurt just doesn't work with me at I'm, all. I'm so. gonna, I'm gonna like spoil the beginning and the end of the game. The yeah, beginning of that the, got me. Yeah. Uh, mm. The beginning of the game, the cat gets separated from its family, and oh. the point of the game is to get back to your family. And at the end of the game, okay. the cat finds his family. If that's okay, what's stopping good. you from playing it, yeah, kinda. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to... But now that you know, it's not as extreme. And it's not... Because yeah. uh, you know what's yeah. going to happen. There's not even a point to while you're playing where, like, it, like you're so injured, something might happen either. Like, there's never... No. Like, you're never... Mm-hmm. Character is never close to uh, it, being in peril. No, it's like, if you, if you quote-unquote, like, die in the game, it's the equivalent of, of Mario falling down a hole. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, you failed, so black screen, start again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay, cool. Thanks. Everything that's in the, like, everything that's in the middle is where the fun part is. Like, the puzzles, this, the world building, discovering what is this walled city? Why is it closed? Why is it full of robots? What happened to humans? Like, that's the nice part. But if it's stopping you from playing it, it's like you're afraid for the kitty cat, the kitty cat is fine. At the end of okay. the... At the end of the game, the kitty cat is fine, finds his family. Just enjoy. I think there would have been a big uproar if the <laughs> cat yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I that that's what I was scared of as well, but never like it, after I was like one or two hours into the game and I had seen most of the mechanics and what they were going for, I was like, yeah, they're not going to hurt this cat. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's such a to take so much care into making the cat not an a- am- what do they call it? amphimorphic where it's like a human the cat yeah, is cat the cat is straight up cat it you is know? Cat. like yeah and you're playing like what would a cat do mm-hmm. scratch this post hell yeah rip off this carpet okay I, you know knock that paint can down and yeah, there's like go. game mechanics <laughs> that are like a hundred percent useless that are just there because like that's shit a cat would do yeah yeah. yeah, like yep. get distracted, find a ball on the floor, and start playing with it. While like some robots in the background telling you your next objective, you can just scratch his fucking couch while he tells you. Mm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. It is like a lot of nods. I think like it's made by people that love 
animals. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. shows. Um, and I, I think I remember finding on ArtStation um, the portfolio of one of the level artists. Mm-hmm. And he had one where it just said, uh, pss, pss, pss. and all of his, of his screenshots of the levels had the cat kind of like in, in, in the lens. You know, like when you try to take a photo and your cat just kind of walks up to your phone and ruins everything. (laughs) He did a whole like he did an actual like page showing like his actual work. But like he did a one that was just like. As if he had a cat ruining his portfolio shots. And I was like, you the whole studio understood the assignment. (laughs) Get it. I need to find I need to find that. that, Yeah. uh, Put it in the dock. Yeah. If I if I can find it again, it was. Anyway, if you love cats and puzzles, and I tell you the cat is fine at the end of the game, please play straight. It is, uh, it can be played in one sitting. It's like a five, six hour game. I did it in a weekend-ish. And I played on my old computer. And it ran pretty good. That means you can play it on a potato. Potato. Pretty much. And it will work. It was, I was playing on medium, I think. So I wasn't mm-hmm. even at the lowest setting. I was like, oh, okay. Look at not, you. Not bad for like a PS5-centric game. Yeah. Yeah. Joelle, how about you? Game number two. My number two uh, was God of War Ragnarok. So mm-hmm. yeah. It, not too many spoileries, please. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I, I've, you know, we did a review on it. Uh, people know. If you know, you know. Um, it, it was fantastic. If. If you enjoyed, you know, God of War, the previous one, I feel like this is a must play. I, I think it, it, I can't wait, actually, like if there's a lull to like flip it on easy mode and just play both games back to back. Like that's something I want to do after finishing Ragnarok. And I think that is a great, that's what I'll do probably. Yeah, like that is a sign of like a superior story um, and, and a perfect ending to uh to the previous game story so it was it was fantastic i i have no notes <laughs> yeah. just play yeah please play just, just play yeah just play it see if you can uh play both back to back if you want to um and i purposefully left some of the game uh some of the um uh plus uh game plus unfinished so i can go back and i can dip back into it when i want and it feels like new content for me, so I'm excited to to kind of go back and, and dip back in and finish some of those things because I, I left those little morsels for me to to nitpick when I'm wanna scratch that itch. So if uh, DLC comes out, will you play that? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Nice. Yep. And and I did I did like the fact too that some of the harder uh enemy battles that they kind of are um they're up to the player's choice. You can do them or you can't do them. So like your your gameplay isn't blocked by difficulty. Um, so I did really appreciate about the game is that you can kind of make it as hard or as easy as you want. And I thought that nice. was that was really uh, well accessibility done. options. Yeah, I really. Yes! That's why. Yeah, I think it's a great game to jump in if you're really a story driven player. Um, you're gonna really enjoy this, and you're gonna be able to get through the game. Cool. Yep. Simon, number yes. two. Yes. 
Uh, number two is Monster Hunter Rise slash Sunbreak. Uh, I know it came out on 2021 on Switch, but it actually came out on PC 2022, early 2022. So it, it didn't matter. Didn't matter if it was an older game. Remember, we're doing backlog content, yeah, new game, whatever you had fun playing. Sunbreak came out in 2022 anyways, regardless. So we're good. Um, again, just in terms of hours played, it's uh, my second most played game on Steam. Uh, is, is this spoiler number one is my most played game on Steam? And um, yeah, I mean, it was just like another, another great game. I really enjoyed World. I'm really happy that um, Capcom is still going to be bringing Monster Hunter games um, to PC because that's really, that's, you know, that's for me, that's how I get to experience it uh, to its fullest with a widescreen monitor and, um, you know, f- full FPS and everything working as it should. So, uh, and it's just, a, it's a great game and it's probably the easiest one to get into monster hunter as well it's really um it's not easy by any means but it's definitely the easiest to really get into and kind of understand a lot of the quality of life stuff that they had put in world they brought in um in rise and sunbreak and um i still recommend playing with someone who kind of knows what they're doing who's played it before uh it's definitely going to make a difference because there are some things that are just not explained you just kind of have to figure out yourself um but overall it's really i think the most complete and best uh, monster hunter experience you can get out there is is monster hunter rise slash sunbreak so and tons and tons and tons and tons and, and thousands of hours of content if you want unlimited content pretty much uh unlimited replay value there's always something to do always a new weapon to learn always a new monster to hunt uh they're doing a lot of title updates i think they're up to title update three i think three is out or coming out soon um bringing back monsters every time it's free bringing out uh bringing back new monsters uh updating monsters that are already there lots of variants it's it's great it's wonderful great great game yeah, I started- don't give it a try even if you've been interested go get it yeah i started playing it uh, this year and I was like blown away when you talk and I'm really <laughs> glad that I started playing it with someone who has played it before like yeah. that is really good advice and I makes a big difference yes I would second that for sure because if I just dropped in I'd be like what what is happening it's so deep and yeah. it's <laughs> very detailed and I was I was very much a little so. overwhelmed but now that I feel like I got a little bit of my sea legs in and it, it is so fun and I I I I will say I had kind of a, I wasn't quite sure about it. Maybe I had kind of low expectations, and now I'm like, wow, I was totally wrong. And yeah. the AI in the game is amazing, honestly. Like it, the monsters are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and w- what's fun about it is that you can pretty much play any way you want. Mm-hmm. You can play melee. You can play range. Mm-hmm. You can play more of a defensive role. Uh, you can play more of a, a supporting role. So like the, there's so many because because of all the weapons that are in the series there's so many ways you can play the game which is really cool as well and again can make it overwhelming for someone who's never played the game but you know they they at the beginning they give you the longsword which is argue arguably the easiest weapon to really understand um but over like i think there's 15 weapons 14 weapons yeah. something like that there's so many different ones like some are crazy like the insect glaze where you're like jumping around in the air and like literally you're never touching the ground you're always flying up in the air like hitting the monster it's completely crazy and then there's a gun you literally have a gun and you're shooting the monster with your gun <laughs> it's a bow gun but still you know it's 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 really fun it's really cool there's so many ways to play that game i think that uh, even if you're on the fence you're not sure about it go get most on horizon get a friend to play with you mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and like also to help with like new players too, they also make it really accessible to upgrade. Like it's not it's not hard to like upgrade or like it's not this big grind. I know you have to grind to create like special weapons and like the special things, but in the beginning they do make mm-hmm. it they do make it really easy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I I feel like I'm getting better. Like that's what Yeah, you you can definitely it's it's and that's what's fun about Monster Hunter, the gameplay loop of all right, so I'm going to I I want this weapon or I want this armor set. So I'll go hunt XYZ monster so that I can make that weapon and that 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 armor set so that I can go beat another stronger, more difficult monster that gives this for this weapon and this and then I can but it's really kind yeah. of like this loop of always getting more items to make stronger armor to go hunt bigger monsters. So it's really really satisfying and it's a really cool gameplay loop. So Yep. Nice. That's my second. Excellent. For me, my second was Apical. Um, I don't know if you folks remember that game, but it's a beekeeping simulation game that came out um, this yeah, year. It you originally, about that. yeah, it originally released on uh, PC on May twentieth, which was World Bee Day. Um, it's kind of cool because bees are important. I don't know yes. how much you guys know, but like mm-hmm, very. in the whole scheme of like the circular circle of life and all that kind of stuff, yep. bees are super important yeah. to don't making sure that like plants and all that. What? Almonds are killing bees. How? Really? Yeah, no. there's this whole thing. It takes so much. I, I'll, I'll have to go, but they're basically like they're forcing bees to pollinate almonds or whatever the fuck. There's a whole thing. I'll, I'll find really? it. But like, yeah, almonds are kind of like having a real hard time with bees. Oh, no. Oh. I love almonds. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me let me go. Can it, can All right. it be a different nut? Can it be like a... <laughs> <laughs> Why almonds? Yeah. Why can are you it doing it almonds? Cause probably because almond you know milk I mean? and things has probably yeah. been used a lot lately yeah. to find a milk supplement. But yeah, yeah Apricot- California's almond trade ex- is exploiting one of nature's most essential workers. Oh. So yeah, they're using bees to... Make almonds, so fuck almonds. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, what's interesting about Apico is like, not only are you, you know, playing a simulation game, which, you know, I love an indie simulation game that's got a very cute art style. You're also learning something because you are learning a fair amount about bees. Um, and it, this game was developed by two brothers um, out of Britain. They're, uh, the name of the development company is engineers if i'm saying it right um and yeah it's like on most things right now uh came out linux mac ios uh or win sorry linux mac os and windows it all came out may 20th then i played it on the switch which i found beneficial because it was easy for me to dock undock all i need to it is out on uh ps4 and ps5 came out uh the 29th of september not yet on xbox um but what i enjoyed about this game was the whole breeding mechanic because you know how we enjoy that in video games hello pokemon um <laughs> but yeah the concept of going to hunt down I was, certain types of bees. i was wondering where you were going with that for a second <laughs> <laughs> pokemon it's a lot of breeding in pokemon um they talking about nuts talking about breeding but yeah, it's just like the whole concept of that and trying to figure out, you know, like what matches to make a different type of bee and then all that kind of stuff and like what, like all the learnings that you get in it too. And and yeah, this type of game just scratches an itch that that I have constantly. Um, and I had a lot of fun playing it. They did have some uh, some posts 
release content updates um, that I didn't really dive into because I essentially finished the full game and then put it away. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. So uh, the butterfly update came to PC uh, platforms on the 12th of November. I'm not sure if that's actually on Switch or anything yet. But yeah, if you enjoy simulation slash resource management slash indie slash cute pixel art art style kind of games um, that have no combat, it's just straight up like going, discovering, collecting, building, breeding, whatever, this is the game for you. Um, I highly recommend it. Cute. It's on PC, eh? Steam Deck Compatible. Yeah, everything but Xbox right now. Pardon? Steam Deck Compatible. Ooh! Ooh. There you go. Someone's got a Steam Deck, wants something to try out? Yeah. All right. Before we get into our favorite game of the year, top, top favorite game of the year, let's talk about special mentions that we're not going to dive into much because I know we played way more than that that we enjoyed. Um, Catherine, you got any special mentions that didn't make your top three list? Yeah. um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Hmm. Another great uh, co-op game, couch co-op game, because it's a side-scroller beat-em-up a la street what were they called? Um, Double Dragon? Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I played it with my friend Uva, who was a diehard fan of the 90s TMNT cartoons. And she knew every character, every boss fight. Um, <laughs> I love Uva. That's awesome. <laughs> so they, if you are a TMNT like 90s fan, they were on the ball they were on point i cool. kind of like vaguely remember some of them because i watched the show but like she watched and rewatched. like that was like her her thing her thing um growing up uh so really good one uh another one that's like um quick to pick up not super expensive available on most if all not all platform and cross play so you can play online good replay value if you want to grind Really nice one. Uh, and secondly, Freshly Frosted, which was uh, something like, I think you gave me the code, Leah. Um, yeah, or I said, go play this. This has you written all over it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something we got through one PR, uh, yeah, which is probably. just like a, a, a puzzle game about building conveyor belts so that you can make donuts and frost them and put them in boxes. So it, a, uh, a satisfactory or satisfactory light. <laughs> Very, very, very light. Like, it's definitely low anxiety, very calming. Um, On nights where I was just, like, didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was, like, too brain dead to watch something. I didn't want to fight. I didn't want to do another night of just mindless scrolling on TikTok. I just kind of launched this game. I didn't finish it, Um, but it's, it's a, it's a fun one. And it's, again, a small indie darling, not very expensive on Steam. Just kind of like easy to have in the background. And it's like very soothing and very calming. Get Potion Craft Cat. You'll love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's on my list too of uh, of stuff. But right now I am being a, a, a Japanese teenager in high school. <laughs> I'm with She's you, girl. Grinding. I'm with you. She's grinding. That's good. Grinding. Grinding <laughs> relationships. Oh, man. P.S. P- Persona 5. Uh, Joelle. <laughs> Uh, my honorable mention or special uh, mention was Stray for all the reasons that Kat has explained. Uh, it was fun. I did it in two days. And I'm I'm like not the biggest cat person, but I 
thoroughly enjoyed uh, the gameplay, and it might have made me a little bit more of a cat person after playing it. So. <laughs> I got a question. Okay. Do you see Kitty Butthole? I don't remember. I mean, I wasn't looking. I don't remember either. I, I don't think so. I don't think it's low enough. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. You most, no, you mostly kind of see. I think there's like it's kind of like a higher. You're never really low enough, right? I remember a little mobile game where seeing kitty buttholes was kind of the highlight of the game. Oh, Nick. <laughs> yeah, the plushy. Nickelatsume Nickel something. Oh, yeah, Nickel I remember, everyone was yeah, playing that the, for a while. They had the, the little, little X butt. Little X butt. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. really cute. Okay, uh, cool. No, I don't. Oh. Quite remember that it was fun to meow when I wanted to, and then yeah, knocking things off was was fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Simon, how about you? Special uh, mentions. Yeah, I got two Vampire Survivors. Uh, that was a flash of fifty, sixty hours for me, where I only played that game for like two or three weeks. Um, DLC came out. I played a little bit of it. I didn't really get back into it uh, completely. Probably will at some point. It's out on mobile too, so uh, I might eventually get a razor whatchamacallit to play it on the go because i think that would be a really cool game to play on the go uh, but i don't want to use my dumbass thumbs to play that game um and um dragonfly just because i just started playing it um but i'm really enjoying it so far and so many people uh so many people that i've talked and looking into new wow expansion everyone's like this is really fun it's really cool uh so far so good i guess so we'll have to see how it, how it pans out in the future but so far i'm having a really really good time so i thought that i would what kind of if you're on the fence about getting back into world of warcraft dragon flight's really really fun <laughs> I have three um, settlement survival, which is you know a settlement survival, survival game. game. Straight <laughs> up, it's a survival game. You know, management sim. You know me. It's like playing. Um, that's like if they made a game called Management Simulator, and you're just pretty much that's that's my life. Um, settlement survival. <laughs> and yeah, that came out on PC. Um, I played the. It's funny. It's one of those ones where sometimes like I'm so on the ball of like, ooh, this is an early access, and I'm following it the whole way through until it finally comes out. I played this in early access, like early in the year and was like, oh, this is good. And then put it away for a bit. And then all mm. of a sudden looked on Twitter one day and it's like, it's out. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I went and jumped on that and played that for quite a while. Uh, that was great. Potion Craft is the new the new addiction. Um, it's really well done. Uh, there's definitely some, I think, minor updates that they need to do with it with certain things of it but like i know that there's more coming they're talking about it and dlc and changes and whatever else so that's cool and um i cannot say enough how soothing and de-stressing power wash simulator is (laughs) (laughs) to the point where at the end of my pokemon chaos um, as I was not really sure yet, or like was kind of tired of potion craft for a bit, you know, like had played that for a bit and was looking for something else before I jumped back into Persona 5, picking a power wash simulator for like 45 minutes and just cleaning shit <laughs> is so soothing. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Cause like, maybe it's the same thing I feel about cleaning my house where I feel like everything's spick and span and in its spot and I feel good and it's mentally stimulating to make sure this is this is the right was dirty place. now clean mm-hmm. i feel the same way about this game was dirty now clean um so yeah i 
such a fun game. Such a, and like the epitome of a game that like I hadn't played in months and then came back and like was so easy to play. Still good. (laughs) (laughs) Still good. Everything's still dirty. Lots for me to clean. (laughs) All right, folks, let's talk about our favorite top game of the year. Catherine, what hit number one for you this year? It's the game I should have played ages ago, and that's Disco Elysium. Yeah. It is, for all the shitty stories that's coming out of the studio this year, it wasn't their year. Um, (laughs) Disco Elysium is unequivocally a masterpiece. Mm. Like, if you have games that, like, should represent, like, our games and art form, I think Disco Elysium's one of those, like, top games that you need to present because like it's just like all of the mechanic for your character for leveling your character um internalizing the thoughts and then just how they've categorized your physical and mental abilities and how they affect you is like such on a like philosophical and cognitive and scientific level is just fucked up shit. But fucked up <laughs> shit that makes sense mm. if you it's kind good of fucked up shit. Dive into it. You know, like there's something that's called like, you know, your sh- the shivers, and that's a bit mm. like your sixth sense. You know, like if something sends a shiver down your spine, mm-hmm. mm. they've like you can put points in that, or you can mm. put points into being like a know-it-all. But like, mm. if you put points in you know your encyclopedic knowledge to be a know-it-all you can easily become insufferable like the insufferable (laughs) know-it-all you know it's not just like oh you've unlocked this so you can progress it just affects the whole flavor of the game and the story Mm. um and i cannot recommend enough to play the director's cut that has voice acting because that shit Makes we'll send, all the difference. We'll send you goosebumps sometimes. Uh, I don't know who's the uh, voice actor that did the narrator, but the voice actor that does the narrator and that does your character. Mm. Oh, those two. Mm, mm-hmm. They mm. do. They do shit to my brain. Um, <laughs> I'm not into ASMR, but like they were casted perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. So this is it's- one of those like. And I have a low tolerance to um, hopelessness, mm. uh, bleak, mm. dreary. Like, I, I I don't like that stuff usually. I like, that's why I play a lot of games that are more like, you know, like Persona or Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed or, you know, like where or you're the, the top he- movement and stuff. And but, or, or you're the hero and, you know, there is a chance to overcome. Um yeah. Disco Elysium is very much, it is made by like, by an Eastern European uh, studio and it's very Eastern European when you think about like those, like those old school, like Eastern, if you have those cliche of those Eastern European movies, um, it's a bit like that, but in game form and refined and with a political message that no American studio Mm. or asian studio or even just like mainland europe like france or germany could ever possibly achieve like you need 
an indie studio in some fucked up place that's seen mm. a lot of war mm-hmm. and a lot of like to make that kind of to game. make that kind of game. Um, and in the end, it's not about like it being because the city's like it's in a bad city. It's where you know the city suffered a war recently and. The people are not doing great and the government's not really helping and the people that are rich are just trying to get richer. It's bleak in the sense that it's very realistic and the story is not about changing that world. It's about Mm. moving through that world. And even though I have, like I said, a very low tolerance to uh, stuff that makes me feel depressed or hopeless. Poopy. um, Yeah, poopy in general. This game was so well done and the mystery and just the, uh, I just wanted to know who this person was, Mm. who this main character was. And the choices you make makes you discover a completely different person. And that person can go, that person can go deeper, spiral down deeper, or you can find a way to elevate that deep, that person to maybe find a shred of hopefulness and change something in his life moving forward so you can start the game and finish the game with the same character or the same character but worse or the same character but different Mm. um so it's like it's so layered and so well fine-tuned that it's the kind of things that you don't find often in games Mm. or even in movies or tv series and things like you know we see a lot of like the the bubble gum, the popcorn, the low calorie stuff. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. All, like I I love Wednesday and the crown as much as the next person, but like once in a while, you need a full fucking meal. Mm. Mm. And I think that's what wow. Disco Elysium is. Damn cat. You should write reviews for a living. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, but in the end, like you can start this game and say like, it's not for me. I don't like it. That's mm-hmm. not on the game. Like it's, it's one of those very few games that I'll say, if you don't like it or if you can't play it, it's not because the game is bad. It's just, it's not for you. And that's it's a- hard because we play games as escapism to escape the bleak and unhappy yeah. and shit that's going on in our lives. We use it as escapism to take our mind off things. So you want to be the hero. You want good to prevail. You want to have the cat and candy, bubble gum, you know, just make you feel good, you know, everything. We 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 need the freshly frosted and the stray of this of world. Of course. Um, but that being said, like Disco Elysium, the world building is like you can see the inspiration, but it's also like a place that doesn't exist. And I think maybe that separation of the fact that there is no place called mm-hmm. i think what was the name of the city uh ravishal um mm-hmm. there is no place like that but you can see where they got the inspiration and how everybody's got a bit of a slight of a either a slight french accent or a slight uh eastern european accent um and you know the 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 when they talk about like race theory and race wars in this game you can easily like make the connection to white supremacy with all the things that we've seen since the birth of uh, the North America and, you know, a lot of stuff that's been happening in Europe and Russia today, mm-hmm. um, you can make those connections. But I guess the fact that it's like in a fictional place rather than like, you know, let's make a game about, I don't know, World War II and the Nazis killing off Jews mm-hmm. and 
making their version of white supremacy um, <clears throat> or playing a military game that is, you know, pro-America and whitewash and has their version of white supremacy. Like, that's like too real for me. That's why I don't mm. play military shooters. Because like, as soon as I launch a game and I see like this pro-America bullshit, I'm like, no. <laughs> This, it's but also it's this is not yeah, about it's not about like picking a side. Nobody's yeah. righteous. Nobody's right in this game. Mm. It's when we have moments like this where games are like I enjoyed it, but I didn't like how do I explain it? I appreciate it, but I didn't necessarily like it is when you know you found and maybe this is because my art criticism hat's coming on here now. Mhm. This is where the fine line of art really comes into stuff, it, right? Yeah. It's, it's that, like, we've played enough games now that, like, have fit the gamut. Like, we can tell any type of story. And it's almost like gaming's really starting to come into its own where that... And it's be, not just for the fact that the game came out and it's good. Being praised for being like that. Because yeah. this Disco Elysium was out. And everybody was talking about it, about mm -hmm. how good it was. And then the director edition came out and it, it spun all around again. And, you know, that the fact that you're learning stuff, that it's well presented, that you enjoyed it, but you didn't necessarily like or feel joy from it mm. I, is very interesting for a medium that's yeah. not that old in the grand scheme of yeah. all the different ways we can consume entertainment. At yeah, this point. It, it's mm -hmm. one of it, it was one of those weird, like bittersweet. Uh, things where I was like I'm I love this game like I need to play this game I want to play this game but at the same time what am I doing to myself um, but it's if you want a game that will make you um, think not in the sense like you don't need to be a philosophy major to like understand, understand. like if you have mm. any kind of like a minimum of self-awareness um general knowledge um and you know willing to put in a, a bit of effort into like really taking in the dialogue and what people telling you what people are proposing to you because it's not about mm -hmm. like you know red pill blue pill or like do i make a melee character or um you know an archer or a magician mm. it's really about like you can become a racist in this game mm. you can yeah. become a capitalist in this game um, somebody will propose like the idea that you might be gay and you can internalize this and now your character is gay. Um, it's, it's like you can side like there's a murder and you can decide like, you know, like, yeah, the guy's from the union. I'm more of a socialist. And it's not about making these choices to win the game or to have a perfect game or to have like the perfect world state. There's no such thing in Disco Elysium. It's about like, getting these ideas, getting this story, and figuring out who this character is. Like you're watching a movie and you're discovering who this hero is or who this protagonist... I, I won't call him a hero. Let's just say protagonist, main character. Mm -hmm. And based on your choices, it just molds the personality of this character. You can't make a good or a bad decision in Disco Elysium. It's just... It's a different type of experience no and it's, it's just a choice and it's weird in the sense because when we're gamers, we want to like, sometimes we just kind of like, like I'm, I was saying I was playing player personal five and I was trying not to worry about like grinding the relationships and maxing out everything. 
Yeah. You can't do that in Disco Elysiums. Like, yeah, mm. you can unearth those systems, but you're not rewarded mm. for mm. for like picking for being a racist versus a capitalism. It's just it gives you a different route to get to the end different of the story. Of but it may it just you got to the end of the story as a racist. Mm. You know, you you sided with the racist, so you got access to somebody better but at the same time yeah it closes other stories because some people won't want to talk to you mm-hmm. because like they've seen that you've sided with the the white supremacist and like they're a person of color or they don't believe in that and they'll close themselves off to you or it'll be harder for you to get the information from that so now you have a completely different story from somebody who played as you know who who played as maybe like a socialist or an anti-capitalist and maybe somebody who played as a, as a capitalist had a completely different time because they had access to more funds. So they had more money. So they bought more items, which probably unlocked other stories and side quests. It's, and it's not about being rewarded for making the right choice. Mm. It's just, you made a choice and this is how you're going to move through the game with it. So it, you have to unprogram your gamer brain about being like, I want the perfect game and get the highest. This is not what Disco Elysium is about. Mm. Cool. So, great pick. Every yeah. time I talk about this game, I talk way too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you really <laughs> like fine. this game. Joelle, your favorite game of 2022 was? Oh, it's a huge shocker. Uh, it was Horizon uh, Forbidden <gasps> <laughs> Nobody oh saw God, this coming. On the floor. What? No, we knew you loved oh, this game I did so much. I it it hit all the expectations I had for it, and it they were high. And I thought that it was a triumphant sequel uh, to um, Zero Dawn. It I think it propelled the story forward in just enough of a way uh, to have me wanting to know what's going to happen in the third game and it gave me more of the good stuff of the first game and elevated it and made it better and i kind of loved that they brought new machines but they didn't they didn't try to tamper with what was working um and Mm. so i i thought it was i thought it was great and i will say i know that a lot of people wanted more character growth or like character development with Aloy. I know that was a really big um, kind of grumble that fans had. And I, I, I see it, but I, I, in my perspective, um, like if you're going to compare it to God of War, I mean, Kratos, man, you've had 14 games to do some character development in, sir. Like he's had a long time like out in public to, to grow. And obviously, they've really did this deep dive of the character in the last two games. And this is like Aloy's second. So I'm not necessarily mad that there wasn't this, you know, big, uh, you know, uh, groundbreaking personal revelation that uh, that she had in in the game. Um, I think she really stuck to who she was. And I actually really, like, commend that choice, that creative choice to mm. to, to do that. Um, because then her breaking point or her Eureka or however she's going to grow, I think is going to be that much more meaningful and impactful. Cause now we've had two games where like, she's been faced with really 
Lots of shit. Yeah, lots of shit, and <laughs> yeah. she hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm kind of like, I really, I really did appreciate that um, about the game, where it wasn't just, oh, well, we have this female protagonist, and now, now we probably should give her a love interest because that's going to be interesting. And they didn't, they, mm. they didn't do that, you know. Or we should, we feel cool. like we should, like we should have to do this with this character, and and they didn't, and they kind of left it. And I can understand in some cases there there's a point in the game where you think that she is going to make a different decision or that she is going to go on a different path. And she doesn't. She kind of digs her heels in. And as I was playing it, I got a little frustrated with her. I was like, really? Like, you're, you're not going to, uh, you know, move, move in and do in the thing. Path? And yeah, you're just going <laughs> to you're really just going to dig your heels in. But at the end of the game, I did understand why that that decision was made for her so in that way i i do feel that such a strong mm. female protagonist you know was breaking the mold a bit in where people maybe thought her character should have gone and it, it really goes back to she is just who she is um mm. and, and i really really appreciated that about the game so that's also why it it also to me maybe tipped out above above god of war just a little bit like just, just a tiny little bit but, <laughs> so that's that's all i'll say about uh like why it became my number one but it, it was amazing i'm so excited for the dlc i'm sure i'll talk DLC. about it when it comes out so <laughs> um yeah yeah i en- i enjoyed that game until i found it really repetitive mm-hmm. um I don't know. I was just having a hard time. I don't know. Maybe I was just overstimulated by all the options and all the things and all the mm-hmm. stuff. And But there are definitely some really good things that they did to bring that forward. I kind of wish I really enjoyed the story of the first mm-hmm. one. Um, so I got to go back to it at some point. I'm like 25 hours in or something. Mm-hmm. So I should. But with knowing me, I played that in February or March. Going back to it now is going to be a challenge. Yeah. And I thought the world yeah. building was so creative and the the use of the map I really loved because if you're if you're familiar with the United States or any of the territories that they put in the game it was so fun just to walk around and be like well I know that and and be like an archaeologist and like well I know that and and look where this is and because you can swim mm-hmm. and you can dive down and explore in the water and and it, it, the graphics were amazing so I thought that was just a really really fun um, detailed touch that Guerrilla Games uh, did with that and they took such care and I mean yeah maybe hunting uh, machines got repetitive I just felt so like fucking powerful because I was like look at this oh, yeah. machine I'm taking down with a bow <laughs> so, yeah. cool Simon I feel like I know what yours is going to be what favorite game of 2022 was what else can be said about Elden Ring oh. um, <laughs> that wasn't already said many 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 times um, 100% of it on Steam bought it on PS5 100% of it on PS5 wow if I had an Xbox I would have done it on the Xbox uh, wow. well I have a C- uh, Series S or thing something like that but it's like somewhere collecting dust. So, oh, you mean uh, no I mean, the Xbox, Xbox One S, One X, not Maybe. the Series I don't, X. I don't. I, That's I the new one. F- f- fuck Microsoft and their new. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, did you have the I, new, I new the 3DS? Most recent, I don't have the most recent uh, version of it. Okay. I, I, I there we the go. next gen one. I have the old gen one. So that's why I probably. Um, I'm, I'll never. I'm. I'm not going to get on an Xbox, but you know. 
safe to say that I really enjoyed that game if I 100%ed it on, on, on both systems. Um, again, you know, what is there to say about Elden Ring that wasn't said a million times already? Uh, I feel like it's, it's revolutionized the way that I see from software games. Yeah, I have 228 hours on Steam. Oh my god. Damn. Quite a few. I don't know how much I have on PS5. Probably a lot less, because I knew what I was doing, so I just went for the 100% completion, so I probably have like something like 50 hours or something close, something regarding that, but excited for the upcoming DLCs. At some point, it's going to happen, of course. Uh, DLC always... Uh, they've, they've, they've said that they wanted to keep working on Elden Ring, so I'm excited to see what they're going to come out with. Knowing from software, probably, you know, the DLC is going to give us so many answers on the lore and how things are happening, but knowing from software, it's probably going to be another DLC is going to put in more questions and answer none of the questions that we have before that's just what they do they, they don't <laughs> like you guys figure it out we'll just keep making new stories which is totally fine you know um yeah i don't have I, everything that's why Elden ring is awesome has been said a million times already so if you haven't played it give it a try you know maybe it's not for you that which is totally fine as well um but it's the easiest game to get into 100 percent um there's so many ways for you to uh beat the game with the difficulty that you want pretty much you know spirit summons uh overpowered weapons etc etc there's so many ways for you to play the game without having too much trouble you're, you're gonna have trouble of course you know it is a from software game but there's so many ways now to make the game much easier and more manageable um so yeah i mean if you don't like elden ring you'll never love any from software games <laughs> Pretty there you go. Which is yeah, fun. It. It's totally fun. You don't need to like to love those games. You know, that's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. But Simon does. I love him, <laughs> and I'm excited for Armored Core, even if it's going to be completely different. It's not going to be a Souls game. That they they've mm -hmm. said that it won't be a Souls game. So uh, I'm I'm still looking forward to to what FromSoft will do. So nice. Um, my favorite game of the year, uh, Two Point Campus. Really? Yeah, I played a lot of Two Point Campus um, when it came out. And then, when did it come out? August 9th. Man, I feel like that feels like it was forever ago and yet not forever ago. Um, <laughs> and already it has DLC. Um, I So, Two Point Campus is a, another simulation game. More on the businessy side. It is the follow-up or successor to Two Point Hospital, which is a great game as well. But this one really ups the ante and fixes a lot of the things. Like, with if you really got into Two Point Hospital, you started to learn some of the mechanics really easily and were able to do exploits really easily. Mm. Um, this one kind of prevents that a bit. Uh, one thing that's really interesting, too, with Two Point Campus is it brought it outside of just the building mm -hmm. where it's important for your just like in a university to have a legitimate campus with outdoor things like that you can yeah. go and do and, and gardens and, you know, places you can eat and activities and thinking about dormitories, not just like someone coming in and leaving. People are actually in there for the course of of a year or a few years, if depending on the courses they're taking. And the humor in this game is just so damn cute. Like, you can really, like, just watching the little characters go off to their wizardry class or their, 
you know, they're making like they're in a culinary class or maybe they're in like a game development one and they're working on VR units like and just walk, watching them interact and like the ailments they get if things go wrong and stuff because you do have a little clinic in there. Um, it's just so cute and well put together. And this one was up for game one of the game of the years, especially in the simulation category. Kind of sad it didn't win. Um, I think it's much better than Spark of Hope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Yumi, but this one's a better Hot game. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think it even came to Xbox Game Pass day of, if I remember correctly. Um, so, like, it's like a combo of things, like right price, right type of game, right humor, right kind of nerdy simulation game for me. Um, yeah, and I'm still playing it. The DLC that came out was Space. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get into that in the near future and, uh, yeah, highly recommend if you like the type of games that I like, if you like little simulation games with, uh, a whole lot of humor in there. All right. Lots of good picks this year, folks, Mm. old and new, which I love. I think this is going to continue. I like this format because we all like so many different things and you never know what's going to pique your fancy at a certain time, right? Could be old, could be new, could be not even ready to release yet early access, right? So mm. I think we might keep this format for the future. Nice. Like the, the only game that we all, that that you, that two people had is you and me with Pokemon. Yeah. Everyone else had different games, which is kind of crazy. Which is crazy. wild. And yeah, nice too, wild. because because then we get a real flavor of different things yep. out there. We're, yep. Yeah, we're not all playing the same thing. Uh, maybe in, Unless we're really obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe in three, four years when they come to PC, I'll talk about Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War. <laughs> there you go. It should be three there or four go. years. It's going to be quicker than that. But yeah, yeah definitely. I'd, I'm waiting for a PC release as well for both of these. So Yeah. There you go. And with that, we're closing out the show for this week. As always, I invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca. I'm sure Catherine's going to add the link to that uh, that blog, the artist with the, the I, cat photos. I, I did you can fi- track it down. I did you found find it? Uh, his name is Nicolas Mio. And I'll, I'll have Mew? a link. Oh, my gosh. Mio. M-I-L-L-O-T. Oh, okay. So I thought you said mew, like almost like cat, oh. like a meow. I was like, oh, that's on point. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I need to go. <laughs> I have too many puns right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so go to girlsongames.ca uh, for links to that and if you're back listening to other episodes of the show we put all the show all the links to all the articles we speak to um if you could do us a solid you have the power to rate and review a podcast on the platform that you are consuming it on please do so it helps with discovery we do use any comments to help us build our show so much appreciate if you're able to do that this is the point in the show where I give the crew the chance to shout out their social media handles. You can follow them everywhere online and talk more video games and more. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S, C-S-D-B-I-N-S, on Twitter, Instagram. I revived my old Tumblr. But uh, if you like my brand of shit posting, just hang out with the Girls on Games Discord. <laughs> That's where I do most of it. That's what it's it is. It's good shit, people. It's good shit. It, it is. Joelle, where can people find you? I'm Joelle Lauren87 on Instagram and uh, gamer underscore comfy on Twitter, but always hanging out. Uh, the girls on games discord all day, every day. It's a good time. Come join us. Simon, do we have an awesome human or cute we have fuzzy an awesome creature? Person, an awesome Ooh. organization. GDQ is live. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Started Sunday. Uh, so it's going to be going on until next. I think Saturday yep. is usually Saturday during the night, like at two in the morning. That's where it ends. Mm. Um, they're already day two. They're at 3,000. Yeah, $312,000 already. Yep. So, like, they hit 100K on the first day, which is unheard of. So, it's going pretty well so far. And it's online again this year. Um, so, uh, I think that they, some of the prizes, distribution, and some of the staff is live on location. But most of the people doing the runs are, are, are not live or from home. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I mean, so far has been going pretty good. I think there was a couple of hiccups at the beginning. But I've been watching it pretty much all day uh, on the second monitor while I'm, when I'm working. And yeah. um, seen some pretty cool runs. Right now, Follow 3 is happening. And, of course, if you miss them live, uh, they usually go live the day after or two days after on the GDQ uh, YouTube channel. Um, so if there's anything uh, that's interesting, go go check it out. Um, they recently I saw the Zelda Breath of the Wild, which I think was pretty cool. I think they're doing a Pokemon. There's a couple of Pokemon rounds that are going to be in there as well, which should be interesting. So mm. go check it out. GDQ yeah. on Twitch. Fun fact: Watching them do that is oh, yeah, fun. Fun fact: Go ahead. The summer one is in Minneapolis. They host it local. Oh, GDQ. Yeah. Are you going to go this year? I am going to try to go this year. It's on my bucket list to go. And when I was ready to go, it turned to COVID. So it, I am. I think as GDQ last year was live, it was right? Live. But GDQ, GDQ was always was always online. Yes, but this... So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do as GDQ live again this I year. Don't... I don't know if they've announced I don't know, it. But it mm. so it was local to me. But yeah. So games done quick is the winter one and yes. then summer games done quick is Ex- the one that happens GDQ. in the summertime exactly okay, cool. yes 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 cool why i was two? thinking there for a second why is there not a winter games done quick it's but just then I, game, I think the original games, one is just games done, games quick, done quick which is yeah. just the, the the original one which always happened in uh, january um and i then i guess that it said to do a summer one i don't know why mm-hmm. but whatever why not Keep, we appreciate it. It all goes really to charity. So that's it's, awesome. It's the best thing to put on a second monitor while you're gaming. It's awesome. And then Lovely. watch. Usually prime time, they, they, they're they bringing in like popular games. Like right now, it's Fallout 3. And I think, uh, I don't know what, what games are next. But usually they like the, they bring the big guns during the, the big hours. Like the Sonic, Mario, Fallout, Mega Man, From Software mm-hmm. Games, etc. Usually it's during that time. So Nice. I am Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games, no the in there on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely convo more. But if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That's our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely year in video gaming and enjoying that passion with you all. I am very much looking forward to 2023 and all it has in store. And I think it's going to be a good one. It's going to be lots of fun to play all these games and talk them through with you. Yes. Until next week, enjoy playing games and we will see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.